First day of spring, Thursday, September 1, Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio, and a very good morning to you if you're just tuning in for the next hour. We have a cast of thousands. There's never been a bigger panel on this show. Seriously, and in more locations. Can I take this hour off? You, know, you don't need me. No, yes, we do. You are right there. You blokes. Uh, we're all remote in the central commentary <laughs> position. None other than the great Steve Blocker Roach at Walsh's Hotel at Queanbeyan. We've got L Daly and Jay Reynolds. Loz, if you keep clapping like that, I'll throw you a fish. <laughs> <laughs> throw me a bone. Throw me a bone, what? Mate, what sort of junket are you blokes on? Mate, we're no junket. We're working extremely hard down here in Queanbeyan. We had a fantastic night at Walsh's Hotel. We're off to Ginderbine today. Oh, what a beautiful part of the world. man with me, Joshy Reynolds. Oh, champion. Sidekick. Yeah. What a legend. Yeah. Hello, Block. How are you going, champion? How come you call me Block now and you generally call me Cheese? How are you going, Cheese? <laughs> Mr. Roach. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Roach. I don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if you want everyone to know your, uh, your, your, your my your, nickname will give you. Your real nickname. <laughs> hey, boys, I've got something really worrying me today. Father's Day coming up, Loz. Oh. I heard you during yes. the week. Saying that your missus should give you a present, I agree with you. Any present is well accepted, except this. I can't understand. Johnny Depp advertises Sauvage. Now, that's what I put on. Have a smell. Smell of vision. You like that? Sauvage. I put aftershave on every day, even though I don't even have a shave. I wonder how many people do that. But I love VB. I love drinking VB. I love drinking beer. But they've bought out an aftershave. I don't know anyone on this planet. Now, a lot of tradies listen to this show. I don't know anyone on this planet that would wear or put VB aftershave on. Well, we've spoken about this previously. <laughs> Have when we? It was, and when it, yeah, when it came out as a promo or whatever. And, hmm. and we had some texts in, some people saying, it's not too bad. Really? Not too bad. I'll have to go to Chemist Warehouse this afternoon or this morning and put a bit on, <laughs> see what it's like. Old Spice is still the best, isn't it, Loss? Uh, Blue Stratus. Oh, that's the one. And Brute. Oh, that's Brute. I know Brute. Brute oh, was good. Oh. In the green bottle, it was fantastic. And Blue Stratus was in the blue blue bottle, obviously. Yeah, okay. What, 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 what was Old your Old Spice sketches? was the red. Well, remember, remember I was telling yesterday, so over in England when... Um, you know, I'd have, have, a, have a couple of beers after a game and then we'd have to go into recovery the next day. All the all the Pommy boys would be like, you got that VB aftersh- aftershave on again, mate? <laughs> but they're not talking about the new VB aftershave. They're talking about the real one, the beer, unfortunately. So I've used it before, but not the not, not the, the new one. Not the new one. That's yeah. the new product. Mm, I, I couldn't you make believe- a good point, Blocker. I, I couldn't believe it when I played over in England. Back in the back in the old days at Wilderspool Stadium, right? It was old. It was nearly fallen down. The the Poms would get in the bath after their game, and you know how muddy and everything it was. And and they'd say, "Oh, you're going to get in, lad." And I'd go, "Oh, mate, oh, I'm I'm putting my tracksuit on. I'm I'm going to go home and have a shower. Thank you very much." But they were all in there, like, you know how to get them all out of the bath, bud? Do you know how to do it? Throw the soap in there. Thank you. Out. Thank you. That's it. Throw <laughs> the soap in. They're soap. all out. They're allergic to soap and deodorant. <laughs> well, I, I you were my English mates. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we should send them a truckload of VB over there. And Rexona. <laughs>
should be should be sponsored by Rexona, you reckon? Yeah, for sure. I my knew, mates, I knew English mates. They refused to put it on. I knew a few of my, blo- my few of my mates that had really bad breath. They should have been sponsored by Tic Tac. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them had the breath of a thousand camels. <laughs> Can't out it, out any of them. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not no. Um, now, Block, I was curious. As you know, there was a story about you know Kevin Walters maybe upsetting a few of the Brisbane players after giving them a spray. Oh. Uh, post the 53-6 to loss to the Eels last week, and uh, they've conceded well, more than 110 points in their last couple of games now have the Brisbane Broncos. Can you recall around the best spray that not a, well, a side you were playing in ever received? Uh, well, my, I heard a lot of sledging. I've heard some great sprays, but I never really took any notice of it, really. Mm. Um, boo hoo to the to the uh, the blokes who were blowing up. Fair dinkum, honestly. You've got to be able to cop that on the chin. But I'll tell you what, the, the only time I ever hear about all this sort of stuff is from disgruntled players. Mm. I bet you any money that, that the players that are complaining are the ones that aren't playing first grade at the moment and just spreading rumours a little bit around. Mm. That's what happens. Mm. Blokes get disgruntled and want to get out of the club or whatever. That's what happens. You what do get- you reckon, boys? Yeah, look, you know when a coach gives you a spray, it's coming from the right place. And Kevy, to me, doesn't look like he's a guy that would spray them every week, every session, and it wears off. And you could see the frustration after that game last weekend. And you know what? They deserved it because they were soft. Exactly. Of course, mate. They were soft. They fought defence for something that went around the ground. It's all, it's all, we, everyone, you know, at the start of the year, you get into pre-season, everyone says, you know, we'll hold each other accountable and, and do this and that. And then something, you know, the coach says, well, you aren't holding yourselves accountable. I'm going to do it. And as you said, Block, it's, I can't stand that. Just, that's the one thing about clubbing that I don't like. Just little murmurs. Oh, I can't believe he said that. Like, honestly, for me, if someone, if a coach has a go at me in front of everyone the next week, I'm I'm going to prove him wrong. Yeah, I'm going to prove. I'm not. I'm going to go. Yeah, well, I'm going to come out the line and show him that I'm not soft, or you know, I'm going to I'm going to show him with the way I play. It's the next week. I'm just going to I'm going to be on. So, and, and you don't like it when you've been challenged by a coach. No. But the reality is, he's saying it to get the best out in you because you're not delivering for the team. Mm-hmm. And when you're a leader and an experienced player, that's what you have to do. It's about showing the young blokes what a professional player looks like and what an established first grader is. Mm-hmm. And that is to turn up every week, make sure your prep's right, and when you go out there and play, you're giving your all for the team. And a lot of those Broncos players, hand on heart, couldn't say they competed for the full 80 minutes last weekend. Mm-hmm. They, they just didn't compete. They gave up. And it's not until you get a few home truths said to you that you actually sit back and realise and go, you know what, he's right. The coach is right. Oh, yeah. they, don't, they don't just give you a spray for the sake of giving no. you a spray. That's right. Loz, I want to. I want to. Hey, bring... I want to ask. Yeah, go... Sorry, mate. Go on. Sorry, buddy. You're no, you go. First. You go. Mate, you I want to. I want to ask you, no, blokes. You, you blokes have played with some of the some of the great. I'm going to. I'm going to wrap the front row here. Obviously, I'm sorry to do it, but last week the Roosters and the Storm when Jared went up against uh, oh, when I when I against the sofa. Like? I loved it. I loved it. It was awesome. But let's mm. let's put in perspective and and give Jared Weirah Hargreaves. A, a rap. Now this guy, this guy has been doing it for over a decade. I mean, doing it. He he goes out. He's a, he's the alpha male. He goes out and he picks out the biggest bloke in the other opposition and goes, you know what? 
let's go at it, right? It was sensational stuff. Now, I want to, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people that are listening, and you know, they're all rugby league supporters, and they've been rugby league supporters for a long, long time. Jared Weir Hargreaves is up with Beetson and Lazarus, Sivanasiva, Webke. I just wanted to get. Well, Josh would probably know better that he he played against Jared, and you know, Loz played, you know, you know, with with Lazo, who's arguably you know the best of all time. Um, where does he sit, boys, with you guys? I, I, I love watching him play and I love seeing him go out there. And, mate, I, mate I've got that much of a rap on him. Yeah, I, I actually agree with you, Block. Playing against him, well, whenever I did actually play in the middle, he, you know, your job as a front row, Block, it, it, it'd be to, to scare people, right? You know, it, obviously it's all about the tough carries and all the tough stuff, but... Every single week, if you're playing next to him, he's a guy you want to play with. He's and everyone's going to say, you know, he, he he's a bit dirty sometimes, and you know, he does the wrong thing. But I tell you what, no one really wants to go near him on the field. Even if, I'm sorry, even if you're a front row, you don't want to go near Hargraves. He, look, Solomon is probably he's probably a good, you know, a head bigger than him, and he, he didn't last week didn't take one step one step back. Yeah, and, and I know the game has changed, but you really enjoyed playing with someone that you knew was going to protect you, mm. and. I remember, um, yeah, you know, and Lazo was a was a great great player, oh, and as Block said, arguably player. the greatest front rower that's ever played. But I remember playing with a guy by the name of Johnny, Johnny Lomax, and Johnny, when he played, because he was so tough and aggressive and wouldn't back down, and would handle any situation regardless of the size of the the opponent, you always felt comfortable having mm. a guy like that in your team. So I can only imagine what it's like having Jared in your team. He's there to protect and lead. Mm. And yes, he sails you know, close to the close to the sideline most occasions, <laughs> you know, he he sort of really, you know, puts it out there and puts it on the line, but I feel as though if you've got him in your team, you're looking around, you see him pumped before a game, that gives you a bit of confidence when you run out there on the field and you know that he's going to take on the big dog in the opposition team. He's not going to pick on a, a little halfback, mm, so to speak. Yeah. He's going to go after the, the alpha male in the, the opposition team and you, ju- you just enjoy watching it, but you also enjoy playing with a guy like that. Yeah, and I think what you just said is, is perfect. Like you never really see him hit a halfback late and that's because a lot of guys, you know, like, and Coaches will say that, you know, don't let the half come into the line. And that's, and that's a big thing. But J- that Jared never really does that. He goes mm. after the biggest guy on the field, as we've seen last week. And he's not about, you know, the, the halves. And he puts pressure on. But there's – I love that about him. I honestly – I'd love to play next to him because he, if he went after someone, I'd want to be the next guy to go after the next biggest guy because I'm fairly big myself. So I'll, I'll go after the hey, next, <laughs> the next hey, it's guy. Good, it's good talking to you two because you guys understand about, you know, we talk about halves digging into the line and all that sort of stuff. You know what I call it? Dancing in the valley of death. I love seeing halves <laughs> back themselves and just dig into that line and they get cracked and then they keep going. I like that. By the way, on the text line block, g'day guys, I'm a tradie and wear the VB aftershave. My wife loves it. Blocker, get some. Dean from Canberra. Sending well, that one for it. Well, well, what do you think I'm wrapping them for? Maybe they'll send some in or something. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> Opportunity knocks. Opportunity knocks, Blocker. Uh, boys, on the Dave Stanley meal last night, Scott Sattler holds the record at a pub in Queensland for an oyster-eating competition. He had 70-odd. 
oysters, says Mitch from Robertson. 70 oysters? Okay, now. Do you know what do you, do you know what oysters are supposed to do to you too? I wonder what 70 does. <laughs> Eh? <laughs> what, what do oysters do to Clarky you, Clarky? said it before. Make your toey, boys. Make your toey. <laughs> but what does 70 do? You'd be toey for four Make weeks. You very, very toey. <laughs> Mate, I love oysters, but I've got to have Kilpatrick. I've got to have a little bit of bacon mm. on that on it. Do you, what about you, blokes? Do you like uh, Do you like them just plain and that? or do you? And are you a chewer or a swallower? Oh, he's up, oh. Tiger. <laughs> I'm a chewer. I've got to chew everything. Yeah. Same block. Wow. Uh, Oysters. Breaking news from the Rabbitohs. Just a statement through Jason Demetrios tested positive for COVID uh, on a rat test on Tuesday. Said it's now been confirmed on a PCR. So well, the good thing the is coach be is back. out for the game he'll against be, the Roosters. He'll be back for the semi-finals. Can, can they play each other the first week in the semis? I think there's a chance, Yes. Yeah, I'm not sure the permutations, but I'll check in the ad break. Hey, just just while we're on that too, boys, the hundred million is it a hundred million they spent on the new stadium? Oh, it, Allianz yeah. more than that. Is it, no, is 800. Than, oh, 800, 800 million. I oh, well, can I just yeah. say, mate, there, there's some blow up at the moment about the Roosters saying that, that you know it's their home ground and they don't want South there. Yeah, mate, Nick Politis on a mate, podcast yesterday. Yeah, I want to see, I want to see a game there every week. I want South to play out of there too. What, mate? Why, why are the Roosters saying... I, I know why they're saying it, because they want all the sponsorship and that all around the eastern suburbs. Oh, and they don't want to share their home ground with Souths. That's just that's well, just standard Roosters-South rivalry. Well, but well, who cares about the rivalry? Oh, I'm with they're you. They've spent $800 million. But I reckon if I was a Roosters fan, I'd probably feel differently. But yeah, yesterday, so on this Roosters Club podcast, Nick Politis said, <laughs> you know, we've been there since 1928, when it was the old sports ground, of course, uh, for another club to say they want to go there, it's not their home. The Roosters are the only people that belong there. It's our home and it's truly sacred, or it's very sacred, said Nick Politis. So, so it becomes a white elephant, doesn't it? What, what you're going to play there every second week or something? That's it. Well, the, gonna look well after I tell you the what, we'll become a white elephant block is Leichhardt Oval. Hey, how dare you say mm. that? We're just oh. about to get well, $50 million from the government. Is that a scoop? Reckon? Well, that's what I'm saying anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to well, be... Well, me and Clarky. I haven't told him this Oh, you're going to tip in. <laughs> well, Clarky's going to tip in. Me and Clarky are going after him. We're going after I'm, the government. I'm with you, Block. Give Mate, us some cash. Keep Leichhardt Oval. They took notice of us when we were talking about potholes earlier in very, the year. There's hardly true. a pothole on the road now. Very true. Who's in charge of the government at the moment? Let's well, get on to them. Obviously yourself. <laughs> you got the potholes fixed. Get Leichhardt fixed now. I want Leichhardt uh, fixed. Yeah, just a cool 100 mil to do us. We don't want 800 million. Mm. What better... What better scenery in a in a it's in the, the world is better than Leichhardt? Why don't Unreal. they spend some money on it and do it up? This Father's Day, Drummond Golf is giving you the chance to win the ultimate golfing experience for your dad and a friend to the 2022 Australian Open at the Victoria Golf Club, valued at eight thousand five hundred dollars. To win, simply purchase a Drummond Golf gift card valued at fifty dollars or more from any Drummond Golf store, either in store or online between August four and September four, and you'll go into the draw to win. Visit DrummondGolf.com.au for full terms and conditions. Drummond Golf, Australia's Biggest ACT permit number 22 slash 01230. SA license number T22 slash 983. Okay, round 25. Oh, hang on, this text first. Um, hey, guys, how are you going? This chat about the VB aftershave. The guy that messaged in and said his wife loves it, you can guarantee it is terrible because your wife or partner doesn't want you going out smelling great. 
cheers the hunted tiger. Fair point, block. Good, good point. Good point. So they say to you, "Oh, that's you know, that's that's outstanding. It smells beautiful." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what. Well, how many it. times do you reckon you've had a, you know, a, a woman come up to you and say, "Geez, you smell nice." <laughs> Daily. <laughs> How many times, Bob? Me? Have a look at me, Melody. They don't even, they don't even, talk, they don't even talk to me. What are you talking about? I come on and go, mm, mm. you've got that VB smell about you. Mm, well done with the savage. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, you don't look like Johnny Depp. <laughs> All right, let's go. Tonight, Parramatta $1.65. They're in from $2.35 earlier in the week. Uh, into favourites, Melbourne, $2.25. Money starting to trickle back the Storm's way, though, at that price. And a three and a half is the line. Storm the plus. The big news, though, last night that broke is that Jerome Hughes is out with a calf injury. Cooper John set to start at halfback. Block, who wins the big top four showdown tonight? Do you know, do you know my only really worry, well, there's two worries now that Hughes is out for the Storm is how they recover from last week's game, the Melbourne Storm. That was, a, that was a tough game of footy. I reckon that recovery is a big thing. I'm still not convinced about Parramatta being able to win three big games at the end of the season. Um, without use uh, tonight, I, mate, I think at home, I, I think the Eels will get the money. They've beaten them already once this year, haven't they? So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I think the Eels will get the money, but I'm still not convinced as we go into the semifinals whether they can whether they can win the the big ones. I reckon they'll win tonight. But Joshy? Yeah, I, I, especially with Jerome's, Jerome Hughes out, I, I think Parra are morals now. Um, I think Melbourne, um, over the last couple of weeks, have been a bit clunky, even with Hughes in there, their attack. Just not as, as fluent as, as we're used to from the Storm. And I don't know what that is, whether they're... You know, obviously Munster's been playing a bit of fullback. And I think, you know, Munster's in the six... Um, tonight will be better. Even though he's been he's been going great at fullback, but he needs his hands first on first off the off the dummy half, closer to the line and stuff. Was it's just different at fullback. A lot of his he's been having yardage carries and he's unreal at him. But at the same time, when he's got four defenders in front of him, four on four, takes him on. He, he nearly breaks the line every time. So it'd be better for Melbourne. But yeah, I, I think Para. I think Parra win comfortably tonight. Now, now Hughes is out. I, I think if Melbourne are to win, it'll be by a low margin, and they'll defend their way to victory. They did it a couple of weeks ago against Penrith at Penrith Park, and I, I, I think that's the blueprint in this game because I don't think they'll win a point shootout because I, I, they had that victory against the Broncos where everything hmm. was was rolling for them. Last week, I thought their attack was was clunky. Um, and they started slowly. Um, I, I like Parramatta in this game. I've, I've, you know, I think Parramatta are a, are a team that, that can win the competition. And if they're going to win the competition, they have to have to play well tonight. I think you've got to be in the top four. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they can win from outside. So I, I'm backing them to finish in fourth position. I'm backing them to win a tight game against the Storm tonight. But Parramatta, I'm going for. Parramatta. Uh, one of their best Melbourne Storm I think if Parra don't win this I think they are in deep trouble Parra for me as well what about Jay Reynolds first tip in this segment uses the M word Loz pulls out moral 
<clears throat> Para fans are going tomorrow. to absolutely give it to him if if they lose tomorrow. You'll be the scapegoat. They, they beat Penrith. They beat Penrith a couple of weeks ago without Jerome Hughes. Just very very confident. I I know what you mean. And, and Para, as a Para fan, sometimes you go. What's happened? We said it yesterday, Loz, but the game against the, the Bulldogs and the West Highs, yeah. they don't show up. But I think they'll know it's a big game tonight. And I think, you know, even though it's statistically yeah, from outside the four, you, as a player, you, you still think you can win it from anywhere. But yeah. they know if you're inside the top four, home finals, a big chance to make a statement. And it'll chance. be an amazing season for Para if they finish in the top four. Because they would have had to beat Penrith twice and Melbourne twice. Mm-hmm. So they've beat, beaten, if they win tonight, they've beaten both the heavyweights twice in a season. I, I don't think many teams have done that no. over the last that's, two, three years. That, that, if that so that shows you they are yeah. a good yep. team. Because yep, you, you can fluke a win, but you're not beating them four times in the year. No. And that'll be a back of Penrith's mind, I'm yeah. telling you. Especially, as we were saying, Penrith, you know... The, Players been out here and there. If 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 Para play Penrith, Cleary come back from his his first game and Para hit him, you know, right between the, the teeth. It'll be a very very hard game for Penrith. All right, just before the news, we're going to get a tip in this game. Bulldogs Manly. Bulldogs a dollar forty seven. Manly two dollars seventy. Block will be working on this for Fox League. In a word, block who wins? Uh dogs. Josh, dogs or Manly? <laughs> Mido, what do you think he's going to say? Well, <laughs> he's on the verge of signing a contract. <laughs> no, Tip Manly. Show say, him you got, got big ones. No, you know what? You know, I'm going to go to the double M word. Dogs, morals. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Loz? Uh, doggies. Pup will tip the dogs there as well. And uh, by the way, Craig at Albury, um, Gowie's tip is Ben Martin at $67 to win the Corn Ferry Championship. Nick Kyrgios is on court, and it is uh, very tight in uh, in his match at the moment. Uh, just seeing where it's at here. Yeah, it's 6-all in the first set. They're in a tiebreaker, and it's 2-2 in the tiebreaker in the, the first set against Benjamin Bonzi of France, the 23rd seed. But... Uh, Loz and Josh Reynolds are down there in Queanbeyan this morning. I've got Blocker here in the studio, and we're going through round 25 in the NRL. And we're up to the big one tomorrow night at the brand-new Allianz Stadium. And the news that's just emerged in the last half an hour is that Jason Demetrio, the South coach, has COVID, so won't be there. Uh, ben Hornby, the Rabbitohs' assistant, uh, looks like he will take charge for the match in the coach's box. But uh, the market has the Roosters $1.77 and the Bunnies $2.05. One and a half skinny line. Uh, Bunnies the plus with tap. Uh, now, as far as teams are concerned here, blocks and big outs for the Roosters. Lindsay Collins, of course, uh, suspended. Uh, you've got Victor Radley, who suffered another concussion last week. Daniel Tupo has a groin injury. And for the Bunnies, Jackson Paolo's back in the centres. Campbell Graham's out injured. How do you see the old rivals playing out this one? Is Cookie going to play? No. No, he's definitely not not going to play. Not named. So, gee, that really... Look, Havili is a good player, but you need that service from dummy half. You need that, you know, blokes with that crisp passing from that position. Um, Look, I I know there's a lot of injuries and I know there's a a bit of suspension and everything around the Roosters, but I, I don't know. I just get the feeling... I'll just get the feeling it'll have nothing to do with the next week if they play each other again, uh, the Roosters and the Rabbits. I, I, I think it's all about timing. I think 
I think the Roosters are playing too good at the moment, in my opinion. I, I think they might get the cash. Jay Reynolds, your, your childhood team, the Roosters. Still can't get that image of you at the Anzac Day <laughs> game out of my head. Uh, who, do you, who do you think will win this one? Oh, Mido, I can't get it out of my head either. What, what was I thinking? <laughs> Big billabong hat. <laughs> uh, I, gee, t- tough one to pick, but um, the one thing I found, so I, I'm a big Rabbits fan. I, well, I'm not a big Rabbits fan. I'm a fan of the way, you know, their style, style of play, but a couple of weeks ago when they played the, the Panthers, they were put under immense pressure, and I think at times that they struggle with that pressure loss. Like, I think when Penrith were going after them in defence, they were pushing the pass. Mm. But they're, they're crisp. When they get it right, they're the best at their, their backline movement. But then, so I feel if the Roosters go after uh, the Rabbitohs in defence, I think it can have a massive impl- implication on who wins the game. So, for me, I think the Roosters are flying. Even though they have a few out, I think they've, you know, if they, they defend well, they'll win the game. Yeah, I, I like the Roosters in this game, as long as their kicking game's strong. I think when you look at the Rabbitohs, back five, if, if they're working the ball out of trouble, they're not as damaging as some of the other sides in the competition in terms of yardage. Mm. But if they get good field position and good ball, they can strike and, and hurt you. That's mm. where they become dangerous, down that end of the field. They're not a team that rolls out of trouble really strongly with big wingers mm. and chew up the metres. You know, Latrell doesn't do a lot of his best work at the back of the field. It's always at the front of the field. Whereas, you know, Tedesco and, and guys like that, they, mm. they get their side on the front foot. Dylan Edwards, Manu. the wingers, Joey Manu, they, mm. they just get them out of trouble so well. So I think if the Roosters kick well, I, I think they win because they'll establish good field position. And I just think they're playing with a bit of confidence at the moment. So for mine, it's the Chooks. Pup, Roosters. Roosters for me as well. Warriors Gold Coast, Mount Smart Stadium, the three o'clock game, Fox League Saturday. Warriors $1.55, the Titans $2.45. Disappointing seasons for both. In a word block, who wins this? Uh, both sides will be looking for the uh, the end of season and putting their feet up for the off-season. Uh, I don't know, mate. Who who wins this? Oh, I'll say the Titans, away from home. I reckon they've got a little bit too much strike for, for the Warriors. Josh? Yeah, I'm with Block. Titans been looking all right of late. Loss. I'll go Warriors. No, yeah. Warriors at home. Yeah. They've been good in their three games there this season. Uh, and I reckon Reese Walsh will have a, a really good last game for mm. the Warriors. Warriors for me. Yeah, Warriors for me. Different side at Mount Smart. And great to see them make tickets free as well. Uh, a period from earlier this week. Uh, for their last home game of the season there at the Warriors. Uh, the Dragons, $2.40. Cogra, five thirty. Fox League Saturday. Brisbane, $1.58 with tab. Four and a half is the line. Dragons, the plus in this one. And the Bronx have to win this block to put the pressure on the Raiders heading to Leichhardt on Sunday. But they have been abysmal. Ezra, Ezra Mam's been dumped for Tyson Gamble in this game. Just uh, found it pretty difficult defensively. Uh, the last couple of weeks, we know he's had a pretty good season overall, but uh, it's starting to unravel big time for the Bronx. Can they win this? Too much to play for. You know, we, we talk about all season about the, the Broncos got a young side. That's the, that's a difficult part about being in the NRL, being able to be up for 25 weeks and then come into the semi-finals. Big in for the Broncos in Patrick uh, Carrigan. I think he's a I think he's a great player. I think he's a sort of bloke that that lifts sides and and leads by example with his defence. So. Saints, nothing to play for. 
Broncos too much to play for. Broncos for mine. Josh? Yeah, I'm going to go the other way. I think with everything that's happened this week with, you know, the spray and players, I suppose, not liking that, a bit of rift in the, you know, in the team, I I don't think they'll be thinking about the right thing, the Bronx. I, they're just not in a good place. Too many points being leaked. Um, it has to be a massive, massive turnaround, and the Saints can play some good footy. Uh, you know, the Saints are, you know, Benny Hunt might, uh, he's been firing a moan. Yeah, I just, after everything that's gone on, I think I think they're gone. I think Canberra are going to be in the eighth. Um, I hope you're right. I hope the Dragons do win, but I, I think the Broncos will come back with a, a good, strong performance. I, I think Carrigan will make a huge amount mm. of difference to this footy team, and I reckon he'll bring the group together. So I, I, I'll, I'll go Broncos. Yep, Broncos for me. No, I'm uh, with Jay Reynolds here. I reckon they're absolutely cooked, the Bronx. Dragons for me. Uh, North Queensland, $1.11 against Penrith, $6.50, 19.5. Big line, the Panthers block, uh, and we've spoken about it earlier, the fact they're resting 12 of the 13 that started last week. What do you make of it? And uh, I guess <laughs> the upset's very unlikely. Can they cover the start, though, the Panthers? No, I think the Cowboys at home, you know, I think they're... They've got a great record up there, and too many players missing for the for the uh, for the Panthers. Just wanted to ask the boys too. You know, when you get a week off, it's not really a week off; it's two weeks, really, before you play again. So, uh, I don't know about the boys too, but when I was playing, uh, if I was going all right, I didn't want to have a rest. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to keep playing. You know, you you get a little bit uh, superstitious, I suppose. Well, I did anyway. I'm going to keep playing. What about you, Blakes? What what what's the story when you know if a, if a coach come to you and said I want to give you a rest? Yeah, I'm a bit like you, Block. If if I had nothing wrong with me, I wanted to to keep playing. Uh, but if I had a little bit of a niggle, I was always happy to to sit on the sideline and, and have a rest to get the body back in shape. But yeah, if I was up and about and playing well, I'd want to stay out there. Yeah, I'm exactly the same, Block. I. Especially at this time of the year, and especially with, with the Panthers, you know, the halves haven't had many games together. I just think you need those games, confidence, continuity, everything. So yeah, I, I'm the same. If I, my body was fine and I was young, and you you want to play, you want to play as many first grade games mm. as as you can. So yeah, I, I'm I don't like the week or the two weeks off either. So we're all tipping the Cowboys, Cowboys. obviously there. Yep, Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Newcastle Cronulla now six dollars the nights two o'clock Fox League Sunday the Sharks are dollar thirteen another line of nineteen and a half Sharks the minus important game though for Cronulla if they win this they seal second which means they will host a final in week one which is almost certainly going to be the cow against the Cowboys and uh, should they somehow stuff this up and lose it the Cowboys would finish second and therefore they'd have to travel to Townsville so they've got to make sure they get the job done the Sharkies here. What a, what a job they've done this season too. You know we're gonna, you know we've been rapping uh, Fitzy all all year. Um, I I think I, I don't know whether everyone agrees with me, but I've been waiting for them to fall over. When I look at their side, and I'm thinking, mate, how do they how have they come second? That's that's credit to the players and also you know to Fitzy coming in there and and laying down the law of what he what the expectation is from the Sharkies. But Newcastle, mate, they've mate they given up the ghost weeks ago. Um, you know, too much to play for with that second spot. Home ground advantage, the Sharks, the Sharks for mine. Boys? Yeah, I'm, I'm a massive fan of the Sharks this year. They just seem like a team that want to play for each other. You know, they turn up. Um, 
I've seen a couple of the, you know, couple of the boys come out and say they want to stay together as a team and take pay cuts and stuff. And you know when players are talking like that, they know they've got something special brewing. So I think they'll win this week easily, and I think they're they're a, they're a threat to to take it out. I think what you just said then, Josh, they play well as a team. Like they've got strike in their team. There's not a genuine sort of superstar mm. there, but they play and they they work hard for one another. And I think that will hold them in good stead come finals footy time. They're just too good for the Knights. Pup? Agree. Sharks. Sharks all round. And then we go to Sunday afternoon, the last game of the home and away season. Is it Leichhardt Oval? And the West Tigers, $3.80 with Tavel plus 13 and a half at the line. The Raiders are $1.27. Surely they can't stuff this up, the Raiders Come block. on, the Tigers block. Mate, it is going to be the upset of the season. Yes, baby. <laughs> the Raiders will win easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, what are you? I mean, I'm a little bit mean? nervous, boys. Mm. I yeah. bet you are. A bit nervous. I, I, so yeah, you should I'm be. So. so you should be, mate. Mm. Start I, I, a Tigers preseason this game. <laughs> I wonder, if, I wonder win, if they get the rest of the season off after this game, or they keep them in there and train them to the uh, to the grand final day. If it was me, oh, I'd is be, that what you'd be doing? I'd be flogging them. Yeah, I'd be digging a thirty. I'd be digging a thirty oh, meter by thirty mate. meter sand pit. You don't reckon the season's been hard enough for them? Block? No, no. You're in the sand pit every day for an hour, and if you complain, I'll rip your contract up. Now I want to ask Josh. Josh, at what mate. point do you reckon the Tigers players went right, boys? It's time to plan the end of season trip. The Bali trip or whatever. And we're not going to be in finals. What, round, what, 13, 14? Well, you mightn't make it oh, if you were depending. Three, three, four. Mate, if you were depending on match, if you're depending on match payments, <laughs> you probably won't be able to go anywhere. You go out to Campbelltown. It is a tough one, though. You know, like, you, you don't want to think about it, but the reality is you're Comes not playing finals. Yeah, but, look, well, then you look at, I suppose, Canberra. Uh, they're the opposite. You know, they probably weren't looking to make the semis and they've had a massive run home now. So they might have already they might have already booked their mad Monday, but the, now they're like, oh no. The big the worry for me with the Raiders this Sunday is the fact that it's going to test them mentally because as a player, you're sitting there and you've got to prepare for a game. And everyone knows you've got to prepare so well today to win. Mm. But they can't not help think, I'm going to watch that Broncos-Dragons game. And you're hoping yeah. like hell that the Broncos lose. So you're, you're sort of putting a bit of energy into that game, whereas all your energy and focus should be on what you need to do regardless mm. on Sunday. But it, it just happens. You, you, you're worrying about another team. You're worrying mm. about another result. And then depending on how it goes, if the Broncos win, then you've got to get yourself in that mindset of right up. We've got to win. We've got to win. But that only gives you a short time to prepare, and you've wasted energy on another game. So that, that's why it's a big challenge for the Raiders this weekend mentally. Yeah, it's, I like... it's, 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 it's not physically. It's not anything to do with ability. It's to do with their mindset, and that's their biggest challenge going up against the Tigers. Loza, I really like their bench in Starling. Gula, I reckon Gula, I've, I've watched him a lot this season. He's one of the most improved players in the competition. I, I think he might have got a rocket halfway through the year. Uh, Corey Horsburgh, gee, he scares me, that bloke. He looks like Uncle Fester mm. now. Just see him shave his head. And, yeah, and, and Harawira Naira, when he comes on, <laughs> can do something too. So I, I like uh, I, I like the Raiders bench. I, I think if they do make the semi-finals, mate, they've got, they've, they've got a win in them. 
The Raiders. So did anyone tip the Tigers there? Anyone? Yeah, no. Pup. No, no. Not me. I can't no. pick him. I no reckon I lose did. by 40. 40. Jeez, at Leichhardt. <laughs> 40. At Leichhardt, in front of home fans, last game. I reckon I'll lose by 40. They I reckon I'll put one, on. Yeah. I reckon the Raiders will Jeez. put on 26 points mm. in the last 12 minutes. Well, that wraps it up. That's home and away season done. Block, thank you so much. We'll have you Pleasure. back for the finals next week. The boys are going to have Jared Croker, I believe, joining them shortly there at Walsh's Hotel in Quibian. Thanks, Block. See you. Welcome back to the Big Sports Breakfast. We're broadcasting live from Walsh's Hotel at Queanbeyan, and we're lucky enough to have Raiders skipper Jared Croker joining us here this morning. Morning, mate. Morning, mate. Thanks for having me. No, it's always been a pleasure, mate. Firstly, how's the body? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Um, out of the sling now, started running. Um, bit of the old man back going on at the moment, but nothing <laughs> too major, mate. Uh, the knees are feeling good. Just um, pretty much my pre-season starts now, which is long but exciting as well. We were just talking off here a moment ago how 280 games came around very quickly and now you're on 292 games, few injuries over the last couple of years. How's your body and what's the future looking like for you at this stage? Yeah, yeah, I'll go, I'll go around again. Um, I've, I've, you know, I'm only 31 at the moment. Um, I'll be 32 in a couple of weeks. But, um, look, I've, I've still got the, the fire in the belly and... Um, I had the stuff done with the knees last year and, you know, that was sort of a breaking point, a make or break point for me. I, I sort of thought if that doesn't work, then I'm, I'm pretty well buggered. So come out this year and um, played the first half of the year, albeit in, in, in New South Wales Cup, um, and the knees felt great. Felt, felt you know, best as I have for three or four years uh, running and then got a crack and unfortunately done the shoulder in that and um, that ruled me out. But, but if, if I didn't have that... Um, yeah, that first eight, ten weeks with the knees feeling good, then I might have thought about it, but I feel good, mate. And then, like I said, the fire's still there, and hopefully we can chip away at that tally. Croach, you've, as you just mentioned, mate, you've you've had a tough run with injury last last couple of years, and I, mate, I went through a very similar sort of um, thing with injury. How, how, what toll has it had on you mentally? Because you can be as positive as you want every day going in, mate, but when you're in that, that physio room by yourself, the boys are outside. It's it, it takes its toll, doesn't it, mate? So how, how have you dealt with that? Yeah, look, it's um, the first couple of weeks this year. I actually got away. I got up. My sister lives in Queensland. Um, I couldn't do physically anything because of my knees and, and shoulder. So I got away for a few weeks, um, and that helped. But yeah, you're right. It, it could be draining. Um, I wasn't used to it because I'd never done it before. Um, you know, I look over and see someone like Hodjo, who's had you know, three knees done in, in two or three years as well. And you know, you got blokes like that in there who are still so positive and. Also, another thing, mate, I've, I've got a young family now. I've got a, got a little boy and another one on the way in a couple of weeks, and it, it just changes everything. Um, so, it's look, it's been tough. Um, it's it's not easy. Um, but at the same time, mate, I you know, I, I've had moments there where I'm away from footy and I go, geez, I'm not ready for this either. So, it's, once you're back in there, it does make it a bit easier mm-hmm. to, to get around it all. We all play to play finals, and the Raiders, they win on the weekend against the West Tigers. They play finals. Halfway through the season, though, it wasn't looking great. We weren't playing great football. We were winning a game here and there. But I reckon the last two months they've found their rhythm. What is it about this team that you've identified when you watch them play that you go, yep, we're on. We've, we've found what our identity is. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's um, a, lot of it, a lot of it come with 
and I don't like giving him a rap much, um, Zach Wolford. <laughs> the germs come in, and he's, he's, you know, he's given that little bit of a relief to Tommy Starling, and that therefore freed up Jacko a little bit, and, and they've just got our forward rolling, and Joe Tarpany and Papa have been outstanding the whole year, you know, especially Taps. Um, guys like Sebi Chris and Matt Tomoko and Xavier Savage have had you know, 10, 15 games now where they've got that combination. You know, it's like when you're young, you, the more games you play, the, the better you get. So I feel as though that's all just come at the right time. Um, hopefully it's not too late, the, the run we've had. Uh, I think it's been, you know, 14 of our, uh, 10 of our last 14 games mm-hmm. or something we've won. So, we, you know, we're thereabouts. Um, like you said, you don't want to be sitting there relying, even though I will be, because I'm not mm-hmm. playing. I can sit there and watch on the weekend, but uh, you don't want to be relying on the other games. You, you want to be going in, playing well, beating the Tigers on Sunday and, and being prepared to play next week. Just on um, little mate Germ, he was my, my roommate back in uh, maybe two, three years before I went to Hull, and he'll be listening because he's a, yeah, he's a racist he's only, tragic. He's yes. giving me a flogging the other week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, um, but it's a great story, isn't it? Like to be completely honest, because he was he was about to give it up. Yeah, like, you know, he's playing down at Newtown, and he was strapping he was play- horses. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was playing so rugby union, third grade rugby yeah, union for yeah, weeks. Yeah, playing yeah. fullback or centre, he reckons or something like that, <laughs> carrying on. But yeah, he's he's genuinely come in, and I remember because I played a couple of New South Wales Cup games him at the start of the year, and when he came in, and Frawls goes, hey, he goes pretty good, and I say, yeah. Never, I knew him from 20s, but didn't really know him that much. I'm like, geez, I don't know how to take this kid. And then all of a sudden, with horses and strapping horses and thinks he knows everyone about <laughs> Snowden and all these jockeys and everything, and just, he's off and gone, mate. He's, um, you know, he's taken it by the, he's taking his opportunity, and it's good to see. I mentioned before, for me as a Raiders supporter, watching them now, I'm worried about Sunday. Only because, you know, mentally, they have to be focused in on this game rather than worrying about the outcome of other games. Yeah. How do you think this group will handle the challenge of taking on the team that's going to win the wooden spoon, turning up on Sunday at Leichhardt, which is a hard place to win, mm-hmm. their last game, they've got nothing to lose. How focused have, are they and are they ready for the battle that they'll need to to confront, in in particular, that opening 20 or 30 minutes. Yeah, and that's that's the key, Loz. I, I mentioned last week to one of a man, they're a bit of a side too, who gives a bit of trouble a, a little bit, and we just had to start well. We just had to start well. And that first 10, 15 minutes last week, we just end-to-end kick chase. It wasn't, you know, it was no blowouts, no, mm. you know, it was, it was nil all after 10 or 15 minutes. So that's the, the game we've got to prepare for. And you know what sticks like, mate. I'm sure the boys have been prepared for that um, in, in detail. But um, as a fan, not playing at the moment, I'd... Um, yeah, I'd like to, to enjoy Father's Day by the Dragons, Dragons <laughs> winning on Saturday night. It'd be great. Yeah, mate, so I, I, was, I spoke to Loz about it uh, before. If you win this week, it'd be, it'd be great for you. You know, you will come eighth. I've, well, I've come from eighth before and made the, made the GF uh, when we played South. From the outside looking in, because you're not playing at the moment, do you, do you think the boys, deep down, think if they make the semis, they can win it from eighth? I do, I do, and I know you said, I heard you say on air that everyone, you know, you believe you can win it from everywhere, and, but everyone, you do. You, you don't go in the finals thinking, oh, we're just making up the numbers. It's just a completely different ball game. And I know the stats say you've got to be in the top four, and, and you know, that's how it is at the moment. But, you know, we've 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 beaten a lot of the sides this year, and I, this is just me being a Raider, but I reckon teams are looking at us going, geez, we don't want to play them week one, as opposed to, you know, a side that's probably scraping it or, you know, is just getting there and it hasn't been playing really well. If we come in winning 11 or 15 games, then... Teams might go, geez, we, do, we don't really want to play the Raiders. So we do believe that. And I think we've got experience in, final, in big games. We, we do. We, we, you know, a couple of years there, we had the grand final and the, the prelim final. And guys like Jacko and Papa and Taps and those sorts of blokes who are, you know, Elliot Whitehead, have been there and done it all before. And you, and you get blokes with, like Xavier Savage who can change a game like that. Um, that's what it's about in semi-finals. So 
we've got to get there first. We're not, not getting too far ahead of ourselves. But, um, look, we, we believe we can. And um, the sides that we sort of look around and play, and I think we've beat most of them this year as well. So, like I said, it's a different game, but confidence will be, will be there. I suppose the time off has allowed you to spend a bit more time following your horses. How are they going? Yeah, yeah, uh, too many of them. Um, <laughs> actually, Intuition, the, the one that um, we bought for the Kosciuszko in 2020, won its first race for us last weekend. <laughs> That's how long it's been. Won the, won the last at Kembla. So, yeah, um, yeah it's, they're going well. Got a few, few trotters. We bought another one last week with a few mm. of the footy boys. Um, got them back involved and... Um, yeah, there's the stables slowly, slowly growing. I hope, I hope the missus isn't listening, but it's a <laughs> few more than she does. Have you got something our listeners may be able to follow? I've got nothing this weekend. Um, the one the one we bought with the Raiders boys, um, there's a heap of involved. Tommy Berry's involved as well. Uh, it's called Take a Hike. It'll be starting to Kiwi. So they generally come over. They're pretty short yeah. when they come over, there, but they're generally pretty hard to beat their first oh. couple of runs. It's well graded. It'll be racing in um, probably Wagga next Friday, I'd say. Um, one to follow in the next month or two is probably called Captain's Knock. Um, he'll be in the Breeders' Challenge races. All the trotters and that. He goes really good. He's only a little two-year-old, but um, he's, a, he's a good one to follow. And you mentioned Tommy. You've got a great relationship with Tommy, and he's a Raiders supporter. Uh, at the start of the year, we had the big uh, breakfast uh, sports luncheon, and Tommy bought these red shoes from Clarkie. Yeah. Now, I believe you... They're in the man Actually cave. Actually, have the <laughs> red shoes. How did that come They're in about? in the man cave. Oh, I, I, we're just, just talking to him. We talk every day, and you, you know, you think, you think I'd make money off him, but I don't. He cost me again yesterday. <laughs> the multi. Um, but he, um, look, he, 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 I said, oh, how good this ride? And he goes, oh, man, I was pretty, pretty blind when I bought them. Like, I don't really, you know, I've got nowhere to put it. I don't have a man cave or anything. I said, mate, there's a man, you know, the man cave downstairs. He's like, oh, they're all yours. I went, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, all yours, mate. And he, um, that's just the generosity of the bloke. Yeah. He's, that's what he's like. He's such a generous bloke, and. When he came out to Canberra on Black Oval Day, he won the, I think it's the Darren Beeman medal for the, the leading jockey. And I was out there with my young fella, um, and Tommy picked him up and took him on stage, got the medal, gave Rory the medal. Rory came home with his horse medal. Just this just sort yeah. of bloke he is. So he's a good man, Tommy, and um, yeah, a really good mate of mine. Yeah, he's a wonderful man, wonderful jockey, and well, just, great Raiders supporter, Joshy. Mm, yeah, yes. I just wanted to say, mate, and I don't want to, you know, put the mock on it, but. If you need any shareholders with Take a Hike, you've got to get Frawls out because he's a mock, mate. Really? Oh, uh, he's, he's a mock. He is, mate. He is. Yeah, Every well, Saturday we go down more, the pub. Elliot Whitehead. Elliot, Elliot's horse died four years ago and we haven't heard the end of it. He just, all he does is whinge about it. So we didn't get Smell involved in this one. So he's sitting there going, why aren't I involved? Well, <laughs> you had your chance, mate. But, <laughs> you had your chance. Uh, nah, Frawls will be right. He's, he's mm-hmm. right. Well, mate, appreciate you coming in here this morning. Good luck for the Raiders on Sunday, but mate, more importantly as well, good luck for your future, good luck for your shoulder, Beautiful. and we look forward to seeing you back on the field next Thanks year. Thanks for having me, boys. Thank you.